No one is watching more closely the valiant fight Ukraine is mounting against invading Russian forces than my guest today on Lincoln Live. Lincoln police officer Vitaly Kravitz is from Ukraine, having been a member of Lincoln's police force since December of 2020. It is so good having you here this morning, Vitaly. Very nice having you here. Thank oh, yeah. you. For- yeah, you're welcome. Absolutely. Appreciate you saying yes to this conversation. So tell listeners about your beautiful country of Ukraine and your personal story, how you came to Lincoln, who came with you, and who you had to leave behind. I was born and grew up in Ukraine, and I really liked my country. I enjoyed being the citizen of, uh, of Ukraine. I am proud to be Ukrainian. But in 2014, um, the like Russia Federation started slowly started invasion of Ukraine. It started with Crimea and Donbass region. I couldn't overcome this event and my family decided to move to the United States. It was just me and my wife Ellen. So in May 2014 we came we immigrated to the United States and in 2016 we decided to move to lincoln before 2014 and 2016 we used to live in different places in u.s but we decided that lincoln it's it's a nice place to to live to grow up the family and we made the decision to move to lincoln it was September 2016. We have learned of names of cities and regions in Ukraine. From what city or from what region? Yeah, I came uh, from eastern Ukraine. It calls Donbass region. It's uh, Donetsk, the city of Donetsk. The Russians came in from the east. Yes, the Russians came in, came in from north, east, and south. So right now, the only west part of Ukraine still free free to move i would say in your region in your city right now my city i came from right now it's currently occupied by russian troops so my family is still there my parents my mother my dad they are still there but i can't imagine i'm thinking of my parents if i knew that my parents were in a city living that had been invaded I, I, I really don't know. What is your feeling? Yeah, I feel the best way, the best action I can take right now to make sure that they are safe. For me, it's the number one priority to make sure they are safe. Uh, unfortunately, every day could be the last day for them. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I try to make a contact with them at least twice a daily. I call my mom, I call my dad twice a day to make sure they are safe. And as of right now, as 11.15 a.m. today, I talk to them today and they are safe. Vitaly and I are talking on Wednesday the 30th. Yes. So let's hope that when this conversation gets on the air that that's still the case. I hope we hope and pray that that's the same. What have they told you about how they are living with Russian occupancy? Uh, since uh, since it happened, basically since the Russia started invading uh, in 2014, and some uh, some cities in Ukraine were already inv- invaded before it, like month ago when the full invasion started, uh, the autocracy 
regime, it's uh, in my opinion, it's the worst the worst type of regime comparing with democracy. And people there, people who live there, they don't have any freedom of anything. They can't tell what they want to tell. They can't do what they want to do. So it's basically they do what they told to do. And this is the biggest problem and the biggest issue being occupied by the Russian soldiers because they don't have any feelings of democracy, unfortunately. And the people in Ukraine, the all 45 millions of Ukrainians, they prefer to live under democracy regime than under autocracy regime, what's the Vladimir Putin wants to pursue for Ukraine. In 2014, Vitaly, did you... That's nine years ago. Was there a sense at that time that this was a bound to happen? You, because you, you called it a Russian Federation invasion of Ukraine. Yeah, it started, like I mentioned before, it started with Crimea and some part of eastern Ukraine. But right now, the president of Russia still has this, the idea to invade the whole country. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Crimea and part of the Donetsk region was probably not enough for him. And he couldn't, he couldn't understand that Ukraine conducted fair dem democratic election few years ago when Ukrainians elected playing a fair game elected the new president and he couldn't unfortunately he i am referring to the russian president he couldn't understand he, how and why it happened because for him the word fair and the word democracy are not existing in this world and that's why he started full full invasion 30 days ago why did you become a police officer in lincoln it's a long story but to make this long story short, I would say I like to help people. I like to see their success. And if I see the result, results of my work, it makes me satisfied. And since I became the police officer, I am, I am able to help people. And not always, but I try to make them happy. The accounts that we hear on American radio and see on American TV about Russian leader Vladimir Putin. How accurate are those accounts? And, and what can you add having grown up next door to Russia? Uh, you mean how accurate are uh, American news regarding Ukraine, Ukraine and, and the Putin. event and Putin? I can't, uh, I can't talk on behalf of all Ukrainians or on behalf of Ukrainian government but what I personally for me based on my experience and based on my knowledge of the of the Ukrainian and Russian history I would say this war it's the war between democracy and between autocracy autocracy for me is the regime that dictator is the head of the church of whole country and unfortunately this regime means he doesn't understand the basic rules of the word no or the the word even truth for him it it means that 
everything what's going what's happening in Ukraine that Ukraine want to be independent since 1991 and that Ukrainians want to be to have right to say what they want to say he doesn't understand so when you hear it it makes him it makes him frustrated and he can't overcome this if you look at the map and you see all the countries all, all the countries majority of them i can't say all of them but majority of countries which surrounded which russia like surrounded by uh the countries with dict- dictators regime autocracy regime they are not democratic and ukraine for him is like the like a spot that the people want to be free they like freedom and it irritates him he doesn't understand that that people want to be free the people want to be who he wants them to be so and this you, is the biggest problem right now so why the war started when we hear that putin may be negotiating a truce or that he may be shifting his thoughts to maybe splitting ukraine and maybe having both sides win a little bit rather than him win at all do you think that's in Putin's character? Uh, he likes, he's the former, like we know, KGB uh, representative. And everything what he says, he will always deny everything. Even if it's the white circle, he will tell, no, it's black. So I can say I won't trust him any of his words. It's my personal opinion, like I mentioned, it's not the position I can say on behalf of the all Ukrainians or on behalf of U.S. government. It's my position. I don't trust him, none of his words. In your opinion, how is this war going to end? Definitely, you, uh, I believe that you, you, the truth on Ukrainian side and the truth always win the harm. And... I am 100% confident that pretty soon will, Ukraine will celebrate the victory. What pulls at you to stay? Your mother and your father and your family are over there. Do, do, you, do you have moments when you want to go back or sometimes, are you grounded yes. here? Some, sometimes I feel that I, it's my obligation to come back to Ukraine and defend my my mother country, the country where I was born. But right now it's pretty complicated process. I'm I became US citizen two and a half years ago. And now based on all the all the rules with like crossing the borders for like for Americans it's going to be pretty complicated. And I feel that I have to be there to protect my country. But right now, I feel I need to support my family who is here as well. So it's my wife and two kids. And they rely on me. They depend on me here in the United States. So right now, I am between the... Uh, like, my wife with kids are here. My parents are in Ukraine, occupied by like Russian army and it's it's so hard for me to make the like the right step to make the the decision I feel that I'm here I'm more I need to be here right now 
But as we speak, you're still able to communicate. Yes. With your parents. Yes, it's and true. And other family there. Yes, it's true. And my goal is, like I like I mentioned before, I call my mom, I call my dad twice a day to make sure that they are fine, they are safe. Some days are really tough days. It's like like a hell, but some days a little bit better. But in general, I would say they're relatively safe, and they have the all all necessities they need they have food they have water they have uh internet to communicate and for me it's probably the most important right now but yet they're living in russian occupancy uh as of today yes we you hope have, you, it's going to change you so. have had some people uh, members of your family escape to germany it's my wife's uh mother uh she moved about two weeks ago to temporary to germany yes Vitaly, that's a great story. I, I wish we had more time. And a couple of things. First, welcome to Lincoln. Thank you for serving as a Lincoln police officer. Uh, I know that your days have to be consumed by not only your family here, but your thoughts then float half a world away to what's going on in Ukraine. So, And I would add a couple words that I really appreciate the all LPD family for their support, for their help. I feel it. And I... I try to to tell all the good words, support words to uh, to my friends in Ukraine, to my parents, and they know as well. And I appreciate the Lincoln community as well for um, for being supportive for uh, for Ukraine. And I want to let listeners know that the Vitaly is wearing a sweatshirt that represents the the person that I've been talking to here for the past 15 minutes and that's unusually tough. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. much for coming in. Lincoln police officer Vitaly Kravitz joining me on Lincoln Live.